Hey, thank you very much, Gary, and congratulations, Grandpa. Thank I, you, thank yeah, you. I mentioned I didn't spill the beans completely yesterday. I just says your daughter had a new baby, and that's why you weren't with us yesterday. And you know what? After thirty years of working at WRV, if you want to take a day off for family, I th- <laughs> I think that makes good sense. Yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, it was uh, it was nice to have that uh, to have the support of the folks here to be able to do that. Well, we're excited uh, for as you. we were. Uh, uh, on duty with uh, two toddlers who are now uh, uh, now have a younger sister, while mom and dad were taking care of business at the hospital. Okay. Linda and I were taking care of business at home, best we can, chasing a four year old and a sixteen month old. Yeah. So you you had the work side of this. Oh, the, everybody did. else got to take Linda the and I were both and... like, we need to get back to work so we can like rest. <laughs> Get up at three thirty and do the news on the radio station is nothing compared to chasing these kids. Oh well, my goodness! Congratulations to everybody. Let in me your tell you family. something. They yeah. already did, but stay home moms, mm-hmm. full time mm-hmm. stay home moms, have an extra dose of my complete <laughs> respect and admiration. I bet that one forty eight hour period <laughs> was illuminating for you. Well, good. Yep. Well, we did thank miss you, you and I'm glad you're back. I just thank want, you. want the audience that. to know the good news for the. By the way, family. I uh-huh. have pictures that will surprise you. I, I bet you do. <laughs> you and I will get together after the show. I can't wait to see little Lucy. Okay, <laughs> thank you, Gary. It is uh, 7:36 on this Tuesday morning. It's the 23rd day of January, 2024. I'm John Reed, and we're glad you're with us here on News Radio. WRVA. So while I was away, I you know I, I, I did read the paper. <laughs> um, it was one of the great things. Now that there's the digital copy, I can kind of stay connected with what's happening in Richmond and keep my outrage under control because I'm supposed to be on vacation. But one of the stories I kept seeing, which was very disturbing, uh, were all these folks who run restaurants, own restaurants in Richmond. Who, I, I mean, what is going on? They're getting screwed over on the on the uh, meals tax, which is what is it in Richmond? Seven and a half percent, pretty high. Because I think um, what in Enrico, it's a lot lower than that. And what is it in Enrico? Four percent. Mm, Virginia Beach, five and a half percent. Even Norfolk. I mean, Norfolk's a crazy left-wing city. That's six and a half percent. Rich, I think Richmond's pretty high. So anyway, these people didn't collect or didn't file the paperwork correctly, and then the fine comes in, and then the fine compounds. And now, in 2024, they've got a heck of a fine. And no one, what is going on? I mean, really, this would be a moment where LeVar Stoney could try to step in and actually save the day, I would think, and then you know, I'm not looking to give him good advice so that he can actually claim that he achieved something. But you know, if you fixed this, you could at least go around the state and say, "Look, I saved these uh, these the little guys who own the restaurants that everybody loves to come to in Richmond." Paul Goldman, of course, is a longtime uh, Democrat leader, political activist who helped create the uh, mayoral system we have in Richmond. So, Paul, I've been reading your response. Did I correctly summarize the problem here, or is there something I'm missing? Well, Sony and City Council are, you know, they're part of the problem, but yeah. they don't want to be part of the solution. I mean, you've got that figured out. You know, some of the restaurants have come to me, just uh, full disclosure, to help okay. them out. Right. And um, uh, no surprise. Uh, basically, Stony and City Council, which has a new president, Christian Nye, uh, they're dropping the ball. Last night, they did nothing. They had two weeks 
to think about it. They've known about it for years. All they're thinking about is how can we make it look like it's not our fault? So they've taken a strategy of saying, well, you know, we had to follow the state law and we don't have a state law. It doesn't allow us to go back and give any money back wrong. Hmm. 58.1-3994 for your detailed listeners. And, And the law is right in there. As you would think, the legislative power in the city, the city council, can fix all this as soon as it wants. I mean, they don't have any empathy at all for these small business owners, which have been paying, my guess is, several million dollars in unconscionable and illegal taxes. I mean, the penalties, John, amount to, on an annualized basis, 120%. That's crazy. Plus that's, that's worse yeah, than a I credit mean, card <laughs> from the big banks. Right. I mean, if your credit card company did it, there'd be like 58 different federal agencies right. in there stealing, saying, shutting down. No, it's outrageous, and this is what they've been doing. Um, so let's assume you owe 70000 and maybe you don't pay it all. You're not sure. You think you pay it. They lost your check. They never tell you. They charge you a 10% penalty. Mm. Okay. And they, okay, then you pay the next month. They don't tell you what's going on. They haven't been given notification. So they don't, you don't know you're behind. And so you pay the next month, you pay 70000 Well, what they do is they apply it to the first month. Oh, God, so, so you never you get ahead. Step. Yeah, it never, the way they've done it is you get a 10% penalty plus interest forever. Uh, they never tell you you're behind. There's no records. You ask them for the records. Their position is, you're the one responsible for it, so the government has no records. My position is simple. And by the way, we have the highest meals tax in the state. That's okay? what I thought. My, okay. My, Said, and it is 7.5% on every 7. bill? 7.5. Yeah, and it can, it can go to the moon if, they, if the city council wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. So basically, you know, what, what you have is a situation here where the council, which is up for election, the mayor's up for who wants to run for something from what I read in the paper. <laughs> okay, so you think about it. You rip these people off for unconscionable, illegal late payments. You can fix it. You've got a huge surplus. You've been using late penalties. Late penalties as, a, as an income stream to punish people. You could at least tell them by now, we're going to do our best. We're going to see what we can do. We're going to get you some of the money back. Let's see how far we should go. Should we go all the way back to the beginning of COVID when they sort of changed some policies? Should we go back further? All they want to do is say, we need more legislation to fix it prospectively. That way they're off the hook. Instead of thinking about trying to avoid blame, your point is well taken. Just fix the problem and you'd be amazed. People would probably giving you uh, credit. You'd be the arsonist who they gave credit right. for for saving the people in the house. <laughs> you set the building on fire, but you showed up with the bucket brigade, so now yeah. you're the hero. <laughs> yeah. Well, at the health insurance for cover anyway. Yeah, so, you know, right. that's it's unbelievable that they won't even tell so these folks. These aren't stupid political people. I mean, they, I mean, look, LeVar Stoning. You know how I feel. I just don't think he's accomplished anything, which is disappointing. But he's not a total dummy. Why wouldn't he see this as a 
something. Hey, I got I I I got to deal with this right now, especially if he's got a campaign that's about to start for governor. I mean, why doesn't he feel that well, I, fire? I you've answered your own. You've answered your own question, and uh, um, I don't know why he did it. You know, his 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 um. He picked a CAO who had no real experience. It was a buddy of his, uh, Kim Gray, who ran against him. You know, pointed that out. Mm-hmm. Nobody disagrees. He has no experience. He is a stony. I think their combined experience in executive positions was running a student government, and they're running a student government. I've been yeah. calling this this is student government. Anybody would at least at least tell these folks we're going to review everything, right? And we're going to make it right as best we can because it's wrong to charge people 120 percent annualized penalty rate plus interest. And that's why you could start out with a thousand. You could be behind and it it, it grows. It it grows like it's some kind of uh, Internet phenomenon on Wall Street. I mean, there are people that I think have like a made of a thousand, two thousand dollar initial shortfall wind up owing 60,000 in penalties. And the stories that I was reading while I was traveling, Paul, we're talking to Paul Goldman, you know, longtime Democrat leader and activist. Um, the stories I was reading while I was traveling said some of these restaurateurs, and, you know, that's a big part of the mystique of modern Richmond is the restaurant scene. Right. They're actually quoted in the paper saying, I'm done. I'm getting the hell out of here. Now, that's bad news for all of us. Yeah, I mean, you think they, they would, they would, they don't care. I mean, let's be honest. I hate, you know, we have now Christianized the new president of the council. You know, she's new at the job, mm-hmm. but she's been there for a long period of time. Stoney's been there for seven years. It started under Mayor Jones. We've had it really enough of the Jones Stoney era. We've had enough. I mean, come on. You got three members of council who are running for mayor. You don't hear a word from them. Uh, it's shocking. Because everybody's complicit. Yeah. You know, someone, I, I was telling someone the other day that there was someone elected. Uh, 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 city hall somewhere and a reformer and her campaign uh, uh, symbol was a broom. I'm going to use a broom to sweep up city hall, but it would take more than a broom <laughs> to sweep up this city hall, really. And so they have got to get their act together. You think after the debacle of the casino, right. when for three years they've tried to force something on the people of Richmond that the people of Richmond didn't want, that the next time they messed it up, no, they want to build a baseball stadium with city money. They want to build a courthouse with city money. Gosh forbid they might build a couple of new schools for these poor yeah. kids, which were promised in 1955. Right. This is more than a debacle. Right. This is symbolic of, the, uh, of what's going on in Richmond. I think you've got to throw literally. You've got to throw all the bums out. If you don't have empathy for a small business, folks, they've even charging people admissions tax. Uh, uh, Taxes when they told them they didn't have to collect them, and they said, "Oh, by the way, we were wrong." Number one more point: There's big rumors out there that the city has made favorable settlements on back due taxes on friends of the of the political class. Oh no! The people who have owed some money got big breaks, and and so if you have a tax that you cannot administer fairly, then I don't think you should be allowed to apply it. I think it's that simple, because if you allow them to do what they're doing, not only can they rip people off, but they play favorites in doing it. And that just destroys public confidence in government. 
It's bad news. And you know what? I appreciate your candor, Paul. I mean, you over the last several years since I've been on this show, you've been one of the few people. I know you're a Democrat. We probably disagree on a lot of stuff. But you have been one of the few people to just stand up and tell it like it is. And and that's rare and valuable in a place like Richmond. Well, whatever it is, you know, I think uh, the city council president and I, Mayor Stoney, they need to step up. Yeah. You're correct. You know, JFK said that he was never more popular than after he took credit for the Bay of Pig, uh, Pigs fiasco. Yeah. And that may be, you know, young, but the, the fact of the matter is it wasn't his plan. It was Eisenhower's plan. And the CIA double-crossed him. But he still stood up there and said, you know, happened on my watch. Yeah. And I'm going to own it. That's right. That's yeah. right. And people Paul, want that. You know, they want that. I, I got to run. I always appreciate right. talking to you. Paul Goldman, Take thank care, you. Man. Yes, sir. 748, we're back with more in a moment on News Radio. WRVA.